Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the Holy Water Podcast. So I just gotta come on here and um, I gotta catch I gotta catch up. Gotta talk to you about some things. So I'm just gonna do a recap of the week and just explain to y'all why I haven't um, uploaded part three of the Michael Todd series. So we just gonna take a quick little detour and I'm just gonna holler at y'all real quick and then I'm, we're gonna get back to the to, to the regular schedule. Cause this would not be a podcast if I did not tell you guys the whole, um, how the whole ordeal is going. Like I would be a whole lie, okay? And I don't wanna be a whole lie. Maybe just a half. Maybe I might want to be a whole lot. I don't know. I don't know what I want to be. I want to be saved. That's what I want to be. So, I know I had told you guys that um, Monday I was... um, Okay, so Monday um, I had to have surgery. A procedure... So I wasn't going to, um, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna do a, a Michael Todd series because, you know, the procedure and I didn't know how it was going to feel. Y'all, why in the hell did these people lie? Okay, so first of all, y'all know I hate going to the doctor. Y'all know I did not ask to have no damn sickle cell and I did not ask to get this procedure but anyway so we had to have the procedure so they like they was like yeah um you know we just gonna put you to sleep you know give you a little mouth sedative where is my Honda at I gotta go get my car give you uh, a little mouth set, uh, sedative hang on hang on hold the line okay yeah so that was like um you know, that was going to give me um, a little mild sedative. You know, knock me out, put the tube in my arm, shoot the die, take the images, and then, um, sorry, I'm outside. Ah! Hang on, hold, hold on. Okay, my bad. I dropped my drink. So that was going to, you know, give me the sedative, shoot the die, or put the needle in my arm, shoot the die. Take the images and then, um, y'all need a whooping. Every time I come in this room, I want to knock y'all out. Get out of this room. This room is toe up. I'm going to stop making y'all clean up the trash y'all be knocking over. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, shoot the die, take the images, and then be out. First of all, they didn't even put me to sleep. I was awake the entire time. And then they put the needle in my arm, you know, down here in my wrist. And, um, it ain't even, um, first of all, it hurt bad. The guy was like, we're going to give you a little medicine. Okay. Um, I'll be taking Percocets and it'd be like, take one every four hours or two every eight. <laughs> When I'm in a crisis, F that one and F that two. Okay, I take, I ain't gonna tell y'all how many I'll be taking. 
So I don't know what medicine he gave me because it wasn't, it, it ain't do nothing. Um, and nine times out of ten, when you're in a crisis, you need that pain to end immediately. Like it ain't no, oh dang, I just stubbed my toe. No, it's a doggone <sighs> slap a bitch. Okay, like it's so ghetto, so ghetto. So. Um, I don't, I don't even know what's worse having a crisis or the, the angiogram that I just had. I don't know. Maybe the crisis cause the crisis, you know, sometimes it'll linger and then sometimes, um, you know, I didn't be done, took all that, all the medicine and I just be knocked out for a few hours and then I wake up and I kind of be all right. But when it's bad, bad and I need the cavalry, um, yeah, it ain't, it's, it ain't, I'm coming back from them. I'll be in the hospital for like three to five business days. Okay. <laughs> when Amazon Prime got the next day shipping. No, they not next day shipping me to the house. They shipping me immediately to the third floor. The hematology oncology ward. Okay. That's where I'll be at in the hospital on the third floor all the time. Unless they ain't got no beds on the third floor. Then I got to the fifth. To where the extra rooms is at. So, but anyway, so I was awake the whole time uh, and hurting my arm. They had to take it out because my vein looked like nothing, like it wasn't even no vein there. So he was like, we can't stick a scope through there. So we're going to have to go through your leg. Nigga, I, I didn't, I didn't sign, I didn't sign up for y'all to be going through my leg. <laughs> but all right, do you? <laughs> When I tell you that thing hurt like a mother, okay, not only, oh, not only did it hurt that bad, so when he was pulling the needle out, like I, I kind of saw on the camera, because I saw on the camera my vein uh, in my arm, I was like, can I see? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit, I'm wide awake, show me what y'all doing, show me what y'all looking at, since y'all ain't gonna knock me out, talk to me. Let's have a conversation, something. Anyway, so when they went through my leg, um, he didn't show me those pictures. He didn't let me see them. But it hurt. So when he was getting uh, if you go out here and be barking at the dog next door, uh, you're getting a whooping. I ain't playing with you either. You need to go out here and use the bathroom. You got five minutes. There they go, out there barking at the damn dog. So, um, yeah, so when he was getting the scope out of my leg, it's like he was tugging on it. Like it had got stuck on my tissue. I don't think it even got stuck on the tissue. I think it got stuck um, on the muscle. I don't know what it got stuck on, but it was stuck on something stupid. I don't know. But um, he was tugging on it, and it hurt, like, so bad. Like, I was screaming. I don't know which one is worse, getting my port replaced. I feel like I feel like I just be having freak surgeries. Like, this is the Tuskegee experiment. I know I'm black, but damn, can I get some treatment like y'all be treating the white people? I mean, knock me out, something. So, it hurt. So, I got a, a huge hole, a nice size um, hole in my leg, okay, because, you know, I take forever to heal up, and, um, when I pulled the tape off to take the bandage off, it took off some of my skin, too, so now I got three holes, <laughs> just walking around all holy, <laughs> and, and half saved, okay, 
So, so that happened. Um, me and my dad barely talked. I told the lady, the lady had came in, psych had came in, and she was like, it's okay, I asked you some questions, and I'm like, yeah. So they came in, and they was like, um, do you ever be feeling threatened um, at home, or do you, you know, have thoughts on killing yourself or hurting yourself or harming other people? First of all, I always want to punch somebody in the eye, okay? Let's make that very clear. You can get slapped up any day. These hands are A&E. Anybody can get them, and they for everybody, okay? Everybody is included in these hands, okay? Okay, so I always want to do that, but I told her that, I don't know if I told her sometimes I punch myself in the face, or if I just said yes to the fact that um, I be wanting to hurt myself. I mean, it's not like I want to kill myself or anything. I just um, need counseling. And I started counseling. But anyway, we're going to get there. We're getting there. This might be a lengthy podcast. So, um, so yeah. So, I don't know. I, I told her yeah. And then two doctors had went and um, talked to my dad outside. And I was like, what do they want with you? First of all, me and my dad barely spoke like three words. Okay, so we got there. I got to go back. I got to go all the way back because I just skipped to the surgery. So my dad came and picked me up. I got in the car, and I listened to the Michael Todd series. Um, I think that was like my second time listening listening to it. And um, part three, anyway. So I had, I was listening to that, but I didn't. I rarely like spoke to him. So we got there at 8, and then here it is, 10 o'clock, and they were like, your surgery's gonna be delayed because somebody is on the table. Oh, hell no. Take me to the house. I wanna go home. First of all, you gave me umpteen days to choose from, and we chose this day, and you told me to be here between 8 and 9. Girl, if you wanted me to come in and get a surgery at 12 o'clock, you should have told me to be here at 12 o'clock. I don't care what kind of emergency it was. I do not care. When it comes to this healthcare, y'all are getting really sorry. Extremely sorry. So, somebody was dying on the table, I guess. I don't know. They probably weren't dying. I, I think they said the guy was having a stroke. Because the guy came in. He was like, well, if you was having a stroke on the table, we would do everything to save you. Not the way you was pulling that probe out my leg, you wouldn't. So, don't tell me these lies. Don't don't get the lying. You know, I'm not. Oof. I'm not in the fucking So, we got there at 8. And then, at 10 o'clock is when she told me. Um, and we was like in the, um, the waiting area at eight o'clock, like at the receptionist, like where you walk in and, you know, check in. We were there at eight. So it's not like, oh, I was walking into the building, getting on the elevator at eight. No, we was at, on the eighth floor at eight o'clock. And y'all know I'm late to everything. Like I'll get there when I get there. That's my type of attitude. Unless it's business, then I try to be on time. But, um, yeah, so I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to take a nap because I'm tired. So I took a nap. I woke up. It's 11.54, and we still waiting? Y'all ain't take me back yet? Oh, hell no. Um, I'm leaving. So I get mad because y'all know I, I do not like to be in a hospital just waiting around. Mm-mm. 
we ain't doing that. Y'all need to move. Y'all need y'all need to have a sense of urgency about yourselves. And then the lady came in and was talking to me. She was like, "Well, we only have eight people. All these people in this hospital, and it's only eight of y'all that could do an angiogram. Somebody need to go back to school." I was like, "Girl, if you don't get your stinking eight double snakes out of my face, like out of my face." So, hey, what the heck? dang. Okay, hang on, y'all. Okay, yeah. See, so I got all these people, and only eighty y'all can do an angiogram. I think that's where I left off. I don't know. So, um, so yeah. So I was kind of upset about that. I'm like, how y'all supposed to be like America's number one trauma center? And y'all, girl, what? The, get out of here, lying. I don't like nobody lying to me. If you don't know, then just say you do not know or you do not have all of the facts. Don't come in here assuming nothing, okay? Do not do that to me. I Listen, I try to keep it 100 with everybody. This is why I'm coming on the podcast to tell you all my journey with Jesus. And right now, it, now, it ain't even a journey, okay? My daddy said it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And, well, Michael Todd said that too, but I feel like I haven't even... Um, we um, we are on uh, on your marks right now. <laughs> I haven't even got to the get set and the go yet. I feel like I'm back to on your marks. So, so that so all that happened, and me and my dad didn't talk. So, um, at this point, like I'm putting on my clothes and I'm getting ready to leave. As soon as I got my pants on, that man came in the room and was like, "Are you ready?" I was like, "No, I'm leaving." We we didn't wait all this time. He was like. Well, we're here now. You might as well just get it or you're going to have to reschedule. I was like, I'm not rescheduling nothing. Ain't nothing going to be rescheduled and we're, we're just not going to have it. I don't want to know the results. I don't want to know if I have Moya Moya. I don't want to know if I have to get transfusions for the rest of my life until I die. I don't care if I have a stroke tomorrow. I do not. I'm, I am going to the house. Okay, like th this is how mad I am. Like I didn't wait all this time. Child, when I tell y'all. I had my pants on. He was like, well, we're just going to put these, um, the heart monitor back on and get your blood pressure together and we're going to go. So get in the bed. I'm like, dude, you, I don't know how this man swindled me to get back in the bed. I have no idea, but he did it with a quickness and a sense of urgency. Okay. When they had the sense of urgency for me to get back in the bed, cause I was about to leave. Yeah. That was the only time they had the sense of urgency. So, um, so we got back there. Um, I was wide awake for the surgery. Um, then I came out, then the lady came in, asked me all those questions. And I said, yeah. So when my dad, oh, me and my dad had a little falling out. Like I was arguing with him. He was like, what do you know? I was like, I'm getting ready to go. We need to go. He was like, something, something was said and he was like you haven't said two words to me all morning i was like well i don't know if you still had an attitude this it's your fault we here like I, when i tell you i went off on this man again but i didn't cuss because you know my daddy is so sanctified that he does not like nobody cussing child that's how sanctified my father is and he had like ain't and he ain't never seen before in his life okay and he is just perfect damn patty that's i think that's why he canceled my podcast but it's okay i'm about to cancel him because he didn't got a whole divorce under his belt and, and the bible says you're not supposed to get divorced so two could play that game <sighs> but anyway um yeah, so me and my dad had like a little blow up and then the guy came in after I was getting dressed. Oh, 
Why tell y'all they did the angel girl with my pants on? Because <laughs> I was getting ready to leave. I was like, do I got to take my pants off? He was like, no, nah, you can just leave them on. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, they did the angel girl with my clothes on. Because at first I was naked. Um, but I just, I had on a hospital gown. And, um, yeah. And my undies. <laughs> So, all that happened. Um, then Andrew again. Okay, then the lady came in and she asked me those questions and I told her. So, she had a conversation with my dad and another doctor. And they said that they're going to transfer me downstairs to psych. To see, um, to the emergency room, to the psych doctor in, in the emergency room. And I was like, Why? And he was like, I guess because you told him that you be wanting to hurt yourself. I was, like, I was like, at this point, I was like, whatever. I don't even care. I'm ready to go. So, however long they're going to be, they need to hurry it up. So, um, did that. And um, we were in the emergency room. And they act like they were tripping. So then the, the doctor came over and she was a black doctor. She has six sister locks. So I talked to her about the sister locks. And then she was like, so what's going on? I was like, girl, we got here at 8 o'clock. And they didn't do my surgery until 12. She said, so you're just upset about that? You ready to go? I was like, yes. I'm like, that don't make no sense. Like, y'all only got eight people to do an angiogram. It's only 80 y'all. But it's 50 million people down in this emergency room. I mean, I, at this point, I feel like I could have did my own angiogram. Shit, been going to the doctor for 29 years. Just Y'all just call me Dr. Edmondson at this point. So she was like, okay, well, you can go. <laughs> so she wrote my paperwork and then we left. <laughs> so then Monday, um, my dad, me and my dad was having a conversation. Um, after. I don't know. I guess we was just like, whatever. And then we left. But the whole thing, it's like my dad didn't, it's like he didn't even care the entire time. Get in this house. It's like the entire time, like, he didn't even, he didn't even care. I feel like, I feel like my dad don't be giving any dams. Like, he don't, he don't get nobody no grace. And he is just a perfect patty. <sighs> and I hate that. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. So, you did all that barking, now you want some water? Put your tongue in your mouth. Um, so, yeah, like, now looking back on it, I like, he just, I don't know, it's like he just don't be caring. Like, he don't care. I don't know. I feel like when you turn 18, he don't care about none of his kids. <laughs> and then he be the first one to say, well, ain't, ain't nobody called me. Junior, he don't be calling me. And he, he don't, it's hard to get it. <laughs> Nigga, you be the first one crying wolf, but ain't reached out. <laughs> well, he be saying he be reaching out. But every time I talk to Junior, Junior be like, oh, he ain't calling me. <laughs> but Junior swear up and down, don't nobody call him. So I don't know. At this point, I don't know. Junior, Junior funny. But I love you, Junior. So now you're listening. So. Okay, braids. So, yeah. So then we had a conversation. We were talking about um, 
my journey. And he uh, was like, you got to be careful to what you listen to on Instagram. Because he, he was saying, um, it's, it's also in the Bible, too, um, about false prophets. I don't know where, I don't know where at, but I'm going to Google it and I'm going to put it in the Michael Todd series. I'm, a, uh, I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to uh, actually read my Bible and find it and put it in the Bible, put, put it on the Michael Todd series. I'm going to let y'all know. So, so, yeah. So then I came home. Oh, and then he also said that I have to cut myself some slack. He was like, I think you're just really hard on yourself. And that's not the first that I that's not the first time I've heard that. But from him, yeah, but um I, I told you I started counseling on Tuesday and my counselor said the same thing. She was like, I think you're just really hard on yourself. But I'm about to talk to y'all because that's next coming up. So, um, so yeah, and then he left. So, and Monday I was up the whole day, like I went to bed like regular. And then Tuesday, I don't know what happened. I guess that medicine he gave me caught up with me. Cause Tuesday I literally slept the entire day. So counseling was at one (laughs) o'clock. I woke up at 12.40, brushed my teeth, put on the coat to go to counseling in my car because my dogs be barking. You know, they don't know how to shut up. The leaf will fall on the ground, and then they be barking at that child. So, so yeah, I woke up at 12.40, did that, went to counseling at 1, and then came inside and finished counseling up on the inside. And I was going to go get something to eat, but I was so tired. You know how you be so hungry and your stomach is like growling, but you like lazy and you don't want to get up and go get nothing to eat. And you know, I didn't have anything in the fridge either. So um, I took another nap and I went back to sleep and I woke up Tuesday night at like eight o'clock. And then I went to sleep at like 12. I don't know. I was so tired. I literally like slept all day. What I, uh, Real Housewives, oh, I woke up and I watched Real Housewives of New York, and then I went to bed after that. So, so yeah, oh, y'all want to watch the dog show? See y'all cousins on TV? So, so did that, and then Wednesday, um, I just chilled out the house. Thursday, I think I went to my friend's house. Or it could have been Friday. No, Thursday I went to my friend's house. So I think my problem is, like, I'll sit and I'll soak and I'll feel bad for myself. Because I know in the time that I'm not doing nothing, like, I know I should be reading my Bible. But I just don't. Like, I'm not enthusiastic about it. You know? And the other two just kind of fall after. I'm, I'm none of those things. And I feel like... You know, Michael Todd said, you know, we have to be all of those things. Can you just be like two of those things? Well, no, because if you're enthusiastic about it, then you're loyal about it, too. And I'm not really, like, loyal. I don't know. Maybe I have commitment issues like my dad. I can't be committed to this. But I'm going to try because, like I said, it's detrimental to my life. Like, you know, I I, I want it, but I don't want to put in the work. And I think... 
this one my dad said like I have to give cut myself some slack. You know, not everybody's perfect. This is me saying not everybody's perfect. Well, yeah, everybody's perfect except for three people. God, Jesus, and my daddy. Because uh, he's sanctified. But, um, yeah, I have to, I have to cut myself some slack. So, um... I don't know. I have no idea. So Wednesday, I didn't do anything, but I just sat on the couch, and I was, like, upset because it's like I want it, but then it's like you you can't just say you're going to do it. You have to start. I feel like I have to hang out with a certain crowd, if that makes sense. Like, I, I feel like I can't hang out with the people I work because all they do is just, like, party and drink. I told y'all, you know, I really wasn't about that life. This weekend, I was about that life, but we're getting there. So, um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess I gotta get together. And then Thursday, um, I went, to, I hung out with Ruby, and then I went home, and then because she had to go to work, and then. Um, Friday, I just sat at the house all day and didn't, what's today, Saturday? Okay, so yesterday, I sat at the house all day and, you know, kind of cleaned up because I just kind of let my house go because I've been, like, going through it. Y'all, when you go through it, you know how you just don't want to clean up and you just be feeling depressed and you be like, F everything, I don't care. I think that's how it was, and I just, um... Child, the laundry. Let me tell you how piled up this laundry was. This laundry is so piled up that I went to go buy clothes to wear because I couldn't find anything decent to wear that wasn't a dress, and I wasn't feeling like dressy. Like I didn't have anything lounge to wear or anything nice, I guess. So, excuse me, tired. So, yeah. So, oh, my friend had called me Friday night and was like, yo, what you doing? Pull up. And this is what I was saying. Like, you have to, for me anyway, I don't know about anyone else. I feel like because I want to have a relationship with Christ, like I have to let all of the other things go, you know, and want to be devoted. But I don't have any friends who are like minded who want to, um, who, who want to do the same thing, you know, I don't have, there, there are none, like, I, everyone just parties, like, the people at work, they just party, and, you know, if not, then they have kids, or, like, when I used to hang out with Hillary, we would just sit at the house and just be with the kids, because she's not, she has five kids, she ain't going nowhere, and not taking all them kids, I mean, I don't know who told her to have all these kids, but you know, thank God they're here. I love them all. Even uh, crybaby, they all they all crybaby. So I can't be like, except for Gabe. I think he grew out of his crybaby phase. He's like, he's grown up to be a respectable young man. I'm very proud of him. But you know, we just sat at house and like didn't do anything, and I would always go to her house. So 
but she came to my house one time and it was dope girl the kids was jumping on the couch and I just let them <laughs> that's how you know you're not equipped to be a parent because if my kids was jumping on the couch I'd probably just let them I don't know then again maybe I gotta have some kids y'all I guess we're watching the dog show because ain't nothing that song Bear, look at that dog you can do that so I don't know, but I don't have any like-minded people who want to do the same thing. And the people that are like-minded, they all, they live in Warner Robins and they're not trying to go anywhere. I'm glad that they're getting out now because before in a group chat, it was a lot of planning. Like, y'all, we should go do something like hiking or ziplining. And then they never went hiking or ziplining. They said that they wanted to go to Top Golf and go to a baseball game. They didn't do that. You know, I went with my sisters came up and we went to Lennox because our plan was to go to Top Golf, but then we just kind of shopped all day and then fell out because we were all hangry and I kept losing my slide. But that's another story. I let I might let y'all in on that later. <laughs> And then, uh, and then we got some food in, in our bellies, and then we started acting like sisters again. But um, yeah, like I don't know, you have you have to really just surround yourself with like minded people. You can't, you cannot. Um, well, I guess you can, but you can't. To me, you can't. Because I feel like I'm going to be like tempted to want to go back to trick ass Angie. Now that's, that's my alter ego. Somebody called me that at work. Cause I used to name my wigs. My wigs name was Angie, but that's a, that's a long story. And I feel like, uh, she need to be hung up, but over the weekend she came out child. So. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do because my friend called me and I was at home watching, um, Age of Ultron. That is the only Avengers movie that, that takes the cake. We could argue all day. You can choose to not listen to this podcast. I do not care. But Age of Ultron is the best Avengers movie out of the Avengers. I'm not talking about Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. I'm just talking about Avengers, Age of Ultron. Endgame, Infinity Stone, Infinity War. I'm not talking. I'm not. I'm just those. Age of Ultron is the best. So, but she texted me. She was like, "Yo, come pull through. We all up. Me and K, uh, KK want to hang out." And I'm like, "Dang! Like I'm supposed to be on this journey, you know, with finding Jesus. I feel like if I'm gonna go over there, you know, they're gonna be drinking, and then I'm gonna drink. And um, yeah." And I, I chose, I chose not to, I chose to sit at home, but then it was like, dang, like, I feel like I'm a prisoner of my own home. Cause I feel if I go outside, I'm gonna spend some money and I don't got no business spending no coins. I'm supposed to be saving my coins. Cause I'm trying to go to Kenya. Okay. I'm trying to swing with the giraffes at giraffe manor, but you got to have like-minded people. To me, to me, I, I feel like you do. So, but, um, then Ruby called me last night and she was like, get dressed. We're going to Moondogs. And I'm like, okay. Cause I was like, screw it. I don't know if I, if I want to 
well, I, I know I want to, but maybe one time won't hurt, you know? And I was sitting there at Moondogs. So Moondogs is like a club. And uh, it's like four bars and one. And they have like games like pool and darts. It's just, I don't know, a big space with like four different bars, two stripper poles, loud music, um, and games. <laughs> Karaoke on one side, you know, club, club on the back side. The game side with a bar, you know, pool, darts. It's just like four bars in one. And um, last time I went to Moon, oh my God, y'all, this was before I wanted a relationship. Y'all, I was so drunk. <laughs> I was asking the girl in the bathroom for some, um, girl, for, I, I, I'm not even gonna say it on this podcast. I was asking her for some, some under the influence that doesn't grow in a plant. So that's how drunk I was. I was like, dang, I was like sloppy. Yeah, I can't be doing that. So I was like, well, one time I gonna hurt. Like I'm trying to hang out with Ruby again. Cause I love the kids. Like, I don't know, maybe it's cause I'm lonely. I don't know. But I feel like if I don't, hang out with anybody, what am I going to do? I mean, because I feel like I do everything alone anyway. Go eat by myself. I haven't been to the movie theater. I'm not I'm not like a movie person, you know. I'll watch it when it come on TV for the free 99, unless it's something detrimental like Black Panther. <laughs> so I'm not like really a movie person, but I will go to the movies by myself. But what is there... What, what is there to do? Like, I don't know. So, but, um, yeah. Read my Bible all day. I guess that's what's there. That's what's there to do. So she called me last night. She was like, um, yeah, let's, uh, go. Me and my sisters are going to, to Moondogs and Elizabeth's going to meet up with us. And I'm like, okay, I don't know who Elizabeth is, but all right, girl. She was like, that's the cousin. I'm like, okay, cousin. Her cousin. Girl, Elizabeth was at Moondogs the last time. And I'm shocked she still remembered me. Oh, and she went to the baby shower, but I didn't go to the baby shower. What was I doing? What was I doing? Oh, driving home on Saturday and so I can go to church on Sunday. That's what I was doing. So, I don't know, but, yeah, I got, well, I gotta find some like-minded friends. Um, but anyway, so I went to Moondogs last night, and I was sitting there, and we were having drinks, but I was sitting there, and I was, I was, like, looking at everybody, and I was like, I don't think I belong in here. Like, I just, I was, I feel like at one point, I had, like, a sulking look on my face like I was looking like I was sad or something because Ruby asked me if I was okay and I was like yeah I'm fine why she was like oh I was, I was just asking no you was asking because the way my face was looking so um but yeah and then the drinks was flowing and that was flowing heavy and 
then we ended up at the doggone strip club, and I knew I had no business being in there. None at all. I was like, all right. But, um, y'all, they just let anybody strip these days. <laughs> uh, I can get up there and do something, okay? <laughs> I don't even. I, maybe it was just I don't know. I, why the guys go in there? Cause they at this. I feel like at this point they were just walking around naked. <laughs> ah, they weren't even really doing nothing. And I, I'm like, why is we here? All because you, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. That's why. But I love the kids. I love the company when she's not doing that like we went to Helen and went tubing and I went with her family and we had a great time like I go to her house and Ruby is she's okay so she is she's 25 25 or 26 I believe 25 and um or she might she might be 26 don't get me mistaken one of those and um she has two kids Jordan is eight and Alex is 12 she had Alex when she was 12. She was humping in the closet at the age of 12. Yeah. So she has two boys. And, you know, it's just her and her mom. She lives with her mom. Her mom is cooked. They're Hispanic. So, you know, I get all the Mexican food that I want. She was like, Ashley, you can come to my house anytime. You know, my mama always be cooking. You can come in here and eat. Like, I went to the house Thursday and got some beans because that's all they had ready. And mommy was at work and she was going to make the rice when she got off. But I, I didn't stay for the rice, so I just had a bowl of beans. But the beans was busting, okay? These beans was good. You know, I like some black beans. I don't like the refried ones. But she made some good refried beans one time. I was shocked, honey. You know, my palate is opening up, child. But anyway, like, she's like a homebody, you know? So she just stays at home and, like, we'll go do stuff with the kids and we'll go do stuff. Me and her, like, go shopping. And, like, she was like my friend, friend. So, but she's not, and she doesn't drink like that either. Like, back in the day, like, I used to always drink. And she was like, you drink too much. And I was like, you don't drink enough. She was like, because I'm old. Girl, these two kids make you old. Bye. But I don't know. So it's just weird. So, yeah, like we got to eat and just hang out. And when we weren't hanging out, like I was just always chilling at her house. But I feel like all of my friends is I'm always at their house. And I always have to go over there. And they don't, nobody comes over here to my house. I don't know. Maybe because I got dogs. I don't know. Maybe because I don't want people in my space like that. I haven't, I don't really know what the issue is. But yeah, so all my friends literally are drinkers and smokers and, um, or homebodies that don't drink because Hillary she don't drink like that but she has five kids and she lived far so she lived in like Hampton and I lived in like Forest Park so I'm going all the way to Henry County basically I'm going past Stockbridge <laughs> I'm doggone going to Tanger basically almost not really but Tanger is kind of like around the corner from where she used to live at 
So, yeah, I guess, I guess she did kind of live, she did live far, and I was driving, like, far every day to go hang out with her. That's why I would be at her house, like, all day, but I don't know. So, like I said, I gotta find, like, my people, like-minded people. <laughs> yeah, I gotta blow my nose again, but, um... Yeah, so went to Moondogs, went to the strip club. The drinks was flowing, flowing. Hang on. Like, flowing heavy. And I left my car at Ruby's house because Maria drove. So this morning, I had to be to work at 11. Why I woke up at 11.18? I'm looking at the clock like, oh, God, I'm late to work. So I get on the phone and I just start lying. I was like, can you tell the manager that my car won't start? Child, I'm in here trying to put on some clothes, trying to piece together a uniform. Ghetto, okay, just straight ghetto. So, I finally get to work all late. <laughs> and we were slow, and don't, don't nobody even care. I be stressing out for the smallest stuff, y'all. <laughs> Couldn't even find a shirt, just straight ghetto. Anyway, so I get to work all late, and I hear, I overheard, I overhear two of the girls talking and I don't know if I had I know I had to dress this but remember when I was going in a downward spiral and I was going on and on and I was like half of the world is like hurting and you know um and I and we don't and I feel like nothing is happening so I get to work and I over here uh key and key <laughs> talking uh my atheist friend kiana and uh kiara my other friend they're talking and they were saying something about an investigation was gonna have to be open and um and then she was like yeah uh the baby was brain dead and back in the day i had this friend that worked um she worked with us that long her her ironically her name is kiana too and um she was like the lit friend. She was young. She always wanted to go out. She always wanted to go do stuff. And I was thinking, you know, before my journey with Chris, I was like, dang, like what happened to uh, Kiana? She had two babies or she had a baby. And I was like, dang, she ain't going to want to hang out no more. Like, you know, she's going to want to be at home and and be with her baby. And um, yeah, like her whole life altered. So I thought. But I heard, um, not so I thought, in like, in like a bad way, but I'm about to tell y'all a story. So I overheard them talking, about, and they was like, yeah, they said the baby was brain dead. Kiana walk out, because I don't, I don't want Kiana to think I was being nosy. I was being nosy as ever. Y'all, I'm the most nosiest person. Okay, I just be wanting to know. <laughs> Half the time, I don't even be caring, and then I forget like 20 minutes later. So if I ask you, because I'm nosy, okay? But, um, so just tell me. Because <laughs> I'm probably not even going to forget. I'm, shoot, I'm terrible. So, yeah. So I was like, uh, Kiana, who, uh, I meant Kiara, who's, who, who brain that, Kiara? What, what happened? Because I'm nosy. And she said, Kiana Taylor's baby, um, is brain dead, and then the baby died. I'm like, oh my God. Guys, when I, tell you like that just kind of like resonated with my spirit like all day 
like I was just in like thrown off like I just saw Kiana she came in and she sat at table 99 like this year and um Yeah. Um, the baby, um, apparently. So when she came inside the table, nine, she introduced me to her, her oldest son. He's like a toddler. So he's like three, four, five. I don't know. Around there. No older than, no older than five. Maybe three or four. He might, he could be five. I haven't, I, I don't know. But, um. Yeah, and then she had a baby in a car seat. I was like, I didn't know you had a second baby. And then she introduced me to her, the baby's father, the father of her children, because I, I don't know what the relationship status is. But they were together. <sighs> y'all, I'm like devastated. I want to tell y'all, she was the fun friend, like always wanted to go out, always wanted to go do something. I was like, dang, she party all the time. And then when I wanted to party and turn up, she got kids. I don't think she's sitting at home with the kids, and she still be partying. So I don't. I don't know. I listen. I don't know. I just know that um, they said that her baby fell off the bed, and um, her her baby died. Yeah, so I'm, like, sad. So then, earlier this week, I was on Instagram. Yeah, I was on Instagram. Y'all, I think I'm about to just delete my Instagram, because I just, I need, um, I need to get off there. I'm going to delete my TikTok, too, because I just, I be on there too much. And uh, I was on Instagram, and this thing came over on my reels, because I be scrolling through the reels. And, um... This lady's husband died um, in February of this year. You know, I'm nosy, so I'm scrolling all on her page. Because she had, like, a thing said, Frank's fight is my fight. That's her husband's name. Her husband had cancer, and he died, and her husband was a pastor. And he died. And I, I felt bad. Like, I was scrolling um, through her Instagram, and I, you know, I discovered that he had cancer. And he died, but I wanted her post. She did like a little, a long little lengthy post, you know, where she was cuss she was cussing at God too. She was upset. I mean, well, she has a right to be upset. Like I don't expect nobody. Like I don't. Like this is what I don't understand. Like, I guess because people process grief different. But one time I was on TikTok and this lady was doing TikTok dances, and the the commentary on her on her TikTok was like. Um, she was saying, how can I dance after, um, she had, I guess she had a still, a still, stillborn. Her baby was, um, a stillborn. That's, you know, still, stillborn birth. And, um, her and her husband was dancing. But they're, they're Christian. And she was like, because God gives me, like, this unspeakable joy. And I'm like, girl... You gave birth to your dead baby. 
You're not mad. You're not upset. Like I said, now people process grief a whole lot different, you know, than from me, you know, being mad, than from that lady cussing at the universe because her husband had cancer and died. But, like, I don't know. Whatever God gave her, he need to give it to me, child. I need to get in here and read this Bible. That's what I need to do. I'm about to go get some tacos. But, um... Yeah, so I haven't spoken to Kiana. Um, I don't know her phone number. I don't know how to get in contact with her. Well, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. And I don't want to text this person. Because I don't want him to think this is this is an invitation to hang out. I ain't trying to hang out with you. Have a seat. So, I don't know. So just, uh, if y'all are prayers, if you know how to pray, pray for my friend. Send one up. She lost her. She lost her baby. She lost her son. So, I don't know. And then my friend Brianna came to work today. And she said, we just, uh, <laughs> I forgot what she said. But it was funny. She said, we just, they hit all depressed. <laughs> Hush, girl. I'm trying to get it together. She said, I, she said, I can't be worried about you. I'm trying to get me together. <laughs> it's like, I know that's right. <laughs> I'm over here struggling. <laughs> so... I don't, I don't, I don't know. Y'all, I gotta get gas. But, um, yeah, so just, uh, pray for my friend. So that's how my week's been, you know, dealing with, um, convention and going to the club, had no business being at the club, going to the strip club, definitely ain't got no business being up and now. And these girls just walking around naked. <laughs> they weren't even working the pole, child. It, it was sad. It was sad. Trust me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which one we was at. <laughs> but it was ghetto. Straight ghetto. <laughs> and, um. Is it about a Show is. So. I am most definitely oh and I haven't um I haven't been to church too guys I don't know why I guess I haven't been to church since um I was cussing at the parents and uh spiraling out of control I think at first I was doing it to make a statement. I don't know what statement I was trying to make. Don't ask me. I just be doing stuff out of spite. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, um, that's how my week went. I had a, a freak angiogram. Because I'm part of an experiment because I'm black, apparently. Oh, I didn't shave my head off. I told y'all I went um, to water aerobics. They said I couldn't get in the pool for like seven to ten days. Uh-uh, y'all. Now, now, now y'all really messing with me. Now I really want to punch somebody in the face. Because y'all know that water calms my spirit. 
It's okay though. I'm going Tuesday. I don't care how many days then went by. I don't care if I get an infection. I do not. I had one last year and y'all saved my life. So do it again this year. But I most definitely have to get back in church. I most definitely, if you feel like you're out there doing things, but you know you want to have a relationship with Christ. Listen, nobody's perfect except for those three people I named earlier. God, Jesus, and my father. <laughs> my dad, dad. Like my biological father. And um not my not my daddy, Jesus. But um Nobody nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. It's like we know better. And we have to do better, but sometimes we don't want to do better. And I don't know why I just didn't tell her no, because my intention was to just come home. And what well, what my intention was to take a shower and get in a bed because I know I had to work. But, um, sorry, y'all. Let me just get in the house. It's making no sense how loud it is. Um... So, yeah. <gasps> um, I guess it's, I guess it's okay. Well, no, it's not okay. What what I was doing was not, um, is not, I mean, it's forgivable, yes. God does forgive us, and he does give us grace. But I don't, I, I don't know if I can forgive myself. I mean, I probably can't. I probably will eventually cut myself some slack. But right now, I'm not cutting myself no slack. And then my friend called me today, and she... Y'all, we were so tore up. <laughs> Her sister Maria dropped me off at my house. And, um... She dropped me off at my house. And I walked around the gate to get to the house. My car is still at Ruby's house. And my car is blocking in her car. So now I understand why this morning mommy was like... I took a Nally's car. I was like, why Why you drive an Annalise car? Why you want to just drive your car? Because <laughs> I blocked them in. I wasn't even drinking yet, y'all. Well, my intention was to come home, get my car and come home. Not even be that drunk. I slept in the clothes I had from the club. <laughs> uh, what else? Ruby said that when she, this morning, <laughs> not this morning, or last night, when she saw Maria, Maria was asleep in the car, in the driver's, in the driver's seat. I cannot make none of this up. That's how tore up we was. Y'all ever been to the club and been tore up? I know y'all have. So don't say you haven't, because you probably have. And if you haven't, you better be under the age of 21. And don't go to the club, okay? It is not where you want to be, okay? It's ghetto. It's straight ghetto. Uh, it's so ghetto. So somebody was fighting last night outside the club. It was we was walking to the car and they was fighting. I thought were we in the car and they were fighting? I don't know, but somebody was fighting. 
That's how ghetto it is. It was packed. It was hot. It was stank. Um, and then Ruby said that the boy's car she had then went to the Waffle House and fell, and fell asleep at Waffle House. Girl, get your entire life. Both of them. We don't. We don't even know this dude. She don't even know this dude. And we did. We were. We were mad. We urged her to get in in our car. And we were mad, and she didn't. And then um, Marie was like, "Actually, you gotta help me get home." I was asleep in the car. And um, when she was driving, I'm like, "Girl, help yourself get home." I'm. Just, I'm barely trying to keep my eyes open. I don't know. Just be lost until in the morning. That's how ghetto it was. Straight ghetto. For no reason. Because I had no reason. I had no business being in there, basically. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Hey, girl. So, yeah. Y'all hear my dog? He has bad separation anxiety. I don't know why. But, um, yeah. So, but my time is about to be up with this podcast because you only get 60 minutes. Um, so I just want to say, oh, I started, um, I got a way for y'all to contact me if you want to, you know, encourage me or tell me your story or what you're going through or just tell me how your week was going. We about to be friend friends. So you can contact me at Ashley Edmondson at holywaterpodcast.com. I'm like official. Ain't no Gmail. Ain't no Yahoo. I got a whole dot com behind my name. Holywaterpodcast.com. Okay. It's my first name and my last name. I'm going to put it in the uh, descriptions. But yeah, that's that's how the week has been so far. I think I'm going to go to church tomorrow. I, I, I got I to gotta turn the corner, like, quickly, because I was spiraling out of control. I thought I was doing good. I was a little bit enthusiastic, and then it's like a downfall, because I don't want to be all the way committed, I guess, because I got commitment issues. Somebody just pray and ask God to, to help me with my commitment issues. I'm going to pray and ask God to help me with my commitment issues. We're we going to work it out, y'all. And like my daddy said, it's not um, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a it is it don't ha- some things don't happen overnight. You know, um, you gotta you gotta stay with you gotta stick with it. So, but contact me, Ashley Edmondson, E D M O N D S O N, at holywaterpodcast.com. because I'm official 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 but all right y'all i'm gonna be out i'm gonna put it in the descriptions that's how the week was y'all have a good week bye